Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. The Miami game. It's, it's games like this why you become a Florida State fan. Um, just just some of the talent that has played in this game throughout the course of my life and many years before that um, is it's unparalleled in, in college football, maybe in sports. Um, Deion Sanders, Devin Hester, Peter Ward, Andre Johnson, Ray Lewis, Derek Brooks. I mean, um, you know, Charlie Ward. Uh, you know, uh, Gino Toretta, um, Lamar Thomas, Kevin Knox, Amp Lee, uh, um, Clinton Portis. Uh, I mean, just just on and on and on, man. You could just name team. You could just name players forever. You know, pass rushers, linebackers. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's just, I'm biased. I think it's one of the best rivalries in college football. Um, I don't really hate Miami. Okay. Um, when, when they played Ohio State for the national championship, uh, what was it 2002? Uh, they got robbed. Let's, let's be clear. They got robbed. Um, I just don't like Miami when we play them. And, you know, when, um, some of my friends that are Miami fans, you know, when they lose, I give them a hard time, but I don't really hate Clemson. Like I hate the Florida Gators, right? I want the Florida Gators to lose every game. I never want them to win another game in, in the history of the universe, so, um, I don't know, man. Uh, I wanted Miami to beat NC State so they wouldn't come into this game with a chip on their shoulder. They could be, you know, you, when you win a little bit, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Your guard is kind of down. Like, when you coming in and you've lost the game, you're kind of upset and it makes you refocus. So I, I don't I motivation, intensity, focus, I don't think it's gonna be an issue for this game. Uh I think last year we were pretty hyped up and ready to play this game, and we came out and we took it to them. Um you never know with these kind of games. You just you you never know. You know, it's been plenty of times we've had the best team and we lost. There's been plenty of times they had the best team and lost, and vice versa. Um, There's been plenty of times where we had the best team and destroyed them. There's been plenty of times they had the best team and destroyed us. So you just, you really don't know what's going to happen in this type of game. Um, it, it This week, Mike Norvell might have to try to contain the intensity, motivation, and focus. He might have to try to dial it back a little bit. 
because you you can get overhyped. You can be overfocused. You can be overmotivated to the point where you're distracted and make mistakes. So, you know, I'm not in the locker room. I don't know what's going on, but just just from my past football experience, that can happen in a rivalry game. It most definitely can. And, uh, you know, if I had to make a scoring prediction, I'm going to say 31-17 Florida State. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard fought game. It's in Tallahassee. It's gonna be a hard fought game. Um, I did not like the strategy against Pittsburgh, but you won the game. You dominated the game in the second half. You didn't have any major injuries. Um. You know, Jordan Travis was limping at the end of the game, so hopefully that's nothing big. Um, but I, I never get overconfident for the Miami game or the Florida game because emotions run high. And, you know, when emotions run high, big plays can be made, mistakes can be made, and that's that's what I've learned uh, throughout the course of watching uh, these games is that emotions run high. Big plays are going to be made. Turnovers are going to be made. And, you know, luckily the last two years we've we've been on the, the right side of that, that coin. So um, I, I thought this would be a primetime game. Um, I thought this would be a if I think if Miami had beat in beaten NC State, this would be an eight o'clock game, a seven o'clock game. But because Miami is unranked there, there it's a three thirty kick. So, I mean, I mean, it works out for me because, you know, I don't have to, you know, stay up too late I when you get old you don't want to stay up late so um I'm just very uh hyped up for this game man um I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of recruits at this game it's a chance to really enhance our recruiting class and uh which you know from from various recruiting outlets is you know one of the top five it's top five in every major uh recruiting uh, website that I've seen. So um, it, it's nice to be back in that situation, getting top guys. And more and more, and it just more and more, it just looks like we're going to be playing Louisville in the ACC championship. I know they've got like two more uh, ACC games to play, but they're very, like I said, in the instant reaction, they're very. Uh, they're very talented. They're very good. They're very physical. And that could be a game where we get embarrassed. Um, I think for, for Louisville, um, whatever, whatever you're bringing to the table for Miami and the Florida Gators, it has to be times infinity for uh, Louisville because they're not going to come out here playing with you. They're going to come out from what I've seen now, from what I've seen. 
And they still have a, a rivalry game against Kentucky, but that won't affect them in terms of the ACC. But from what I've seen, from watching them a little bit this season, they don't they don't play around, bro. They're they're gonna be high energy, high impact. We're gonna come out and run the football, and defensively, we're gonna just try to, you know, beat you down. We're gonna try to, you know, embarrass you up front, and we're gonna have. We're going to be physical in the running game. We're going to have a controlled passing game. And we're going to try to eat up the clock and keep your offense on the sidelines. That's 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 how I see Louisville. Very talented, very well coached, and they not coming out here playing no games. So it it, it really comes down if, if Florida State is clicking on all cylinders and everybody's locked in and focused, I don't think Louisville beats us. If we come out there, you know, waiting to get punched in the mouth, this this game could be 21-0 in the first quarter, um, which is kind of the, the, the thing that Florida State has done this season in some of these games is, is they've waited for the other team to punch them in the mouth and then they'll go on a, a, a run the rest of the game. And, you know, you're getting down to where – that strategy is not going to work on some of these better teams and you're you're enter, you're entering the championship part of your season and like i said louisville in my opinion is is elite is elite now are they georgia elite no but they're they're the next tier under that i think they're on par with oregon i think they're on par with washington I think Louisville could be either one of those teams. Just just how they how their team is set up. They don't have great quarterback play, but their quarterback is good enough to to put together two 200, 250 yards, two, three touchdowns, and be efficient and manage the game. And their running game is tremendous. Their defense is tremendous. And uh yeah. And I know this is the Miami uh, podcast, you know, in terms of I should be talking about Miami. And I'm not looking past Miami, um, but, I, you know, I got to talk about what could potentially be down the road. We're in the ACC championship game. So this game for the ACC part of it really doesn't matter. This is our last ACC game of the season. Of course, we want to go undefeated in the ACC. So this is uh this game is very important in terms of where we want to be uh in terms of the ACC and the national championship picture. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm looking past Miami because like I said uh everything is times 10 in this game. Everybody's going to be super hyped, super motivated, um super focused, you know, Big plays are going to happen. Turnovers are going to happen. And it's who can make the least amount of mistakes that's going to um, come out on top. And, um, you know, if our if our three main guys, Williams, I mean, uh, yeah, Williams, Coleman, and Wilson are healthy, I don't think Miami can do anything with that. I don't, I don't think Miami's going to be able to um, – 
be in this game uh, for a long period of time. I, I just think there's more talent on the Florida State side. Now, we, we've seen these games where the more talented team comes out overconfident and loses. We've seen that in this rivalry. So it could definitely happen. I'm not, I'm not automatically putting this game in the win column. I'm not. It's going to be a highly competitive game, as it always is. Um, I think last year was kind of, uh, you know, exception to the rule, aberration, whatever you want to call it. Um, the I think the game two years ago was probably more indicative to what this game this year might be like. Um, so, you know, I, I just wish Miami was like undefeated and in the top 10. I really do. Um, I, I like when the Hurricanes are good, great. I love when the Gators are great. I love when all three schools are great and there's no excuses. And whoever wins, wins. Um, college football is better. When it was, it was a point in time where the national championship had to go through the state of Florida um, in terms of those three universities. Um, and, you know, just with, with none of these schools really dominating in recent years, you've had Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, um, those four schools in particular just come in and create pipelines as far as recruiting. Like none of your South Florida guys want to go to Miami. Um, and, you know, I their head coach, I really don't know anything about him. Um, he's billed as a great recruiter. And I, he's had some 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 really good guys come in there in his last couple years as head coach, but it just seems like he makes really bad decisions in games. The uh, Georgia Tech game, for example, um, I think he did the same thing at Oregon uh, when he was at Oregon. So, um, you know, I, I don't want any excuses, man. I just want this to be a clean game. And the best team wins. And I, I feel like my boys, the Florida State Seminoles, are the better team. Um, Motivation is not going to be an issue for this game. Focus is not going to be an issue for this game. Jordan Travis not doing stupid stuff with the football. You know what I'm saying? He does it at least once a game. Where he, he makes boneheaded throws. Or he doesn't play um, smart football. If you're, I, I, and I know it's a willingness to make a play on every play, but if if the defensive lineman is draped on your back or they got you in the grasp, just take the sack, man. A punt is not a bad thing. The defense is playing okay, pretty well, and there's no problem. 
there's no issue from me as a fan with punting and playing defense. Um, they they brought Marquise and Douglas back into the backfield more more of as a lead blocker, which I something that I've been calling for for the last several weeks, and it was nice to see that. I would like to see more of that. Um, Jaheim Bell is kind of like a poor man's Debo Samuel. He's a bigger version of Debo Samuel. Um, when he gets to the league, he'll probably play a fullback tight end type of deal. I would love to see him in San Francisco. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan would, would, would do wonders with that guy. Um, cause he loved those players that, you know, that can do those type of things like Kyle Jusic. Um, but I think Jaheim Bell is definitely going to be an X factor in this game. Um, if Johnny Wilson, I mean, if we are, if we have all our, uh, guys up front, I mean, not up front, but all our, uh, skill position guys, they're not going to be able to stop us, man. They're just not. It's it's just too many weapons. And I still think it's going to be like 31-17. I think it's going to be pretty close in the fourth quarter, and I think we're just going to pull away. Um, But I expect a highly competitive game. Um, I wanted it to be a night game. Both teams have winning records. I, I wanted Miami to win last week so they wouldn't come in here with, you know, a chip on their shoulder. Um, I didn't want any excuses, the looking ahead stuff and all that other stuff. Um, so, you know, I don't even know who their quarterback is going to be because Van Dyke, I don't know if he's injured or what, but I haven't. They've had some other guy out there. Um, so... To me, I don't even know what uniforms we're wearing. Um, to me, this is an all-garnet game. This is an all-garnet game. Big, tremendous. Uh, you know, tremendous game. I think it's going to be a tremendous atmosphere. Like I said earlier on in the podcast, this is the type of environment that you want to expose recruits to. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's games like this, why you become a Florida state fan This this is, this is why you watch the games. This is why you follow the team. This is why you, you know, start a podcast to, to see games like this. I mean, like I said, I wish Miami was better. I wish they had a better record. Um, but it is what it is. Um, and I, I know that that's kind of taboo to wish that your rival was better, but I think the game itself would be better if Miami had a better record. Just you, you, you just you go back to when both of these teams were in their heyday in the early 90s and Florida State would come in undefeated. Miami would come in undefeated. And it was just, it was a stop the world type of atmosphere, type of game. And my, 
I've been fortunate enough to go to a couple of these Florida State Miami games in the mid nineties. And it's 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 like no other. Um, I think the only thing that rivals it is Florida State, Florida. And I've been fortunate enough to go to, to a couple of those games. I mean, just imagine going into a restaurant and one side of the restaurant is Florida State, one side of the restaurant is Florida Gators. Just imagine that. I've seen that. So, and I'm I'm pretty sure that happens in other other rivalries, but to I mean, my first time seeing that, it it was it was culture shock. Because you know, I'm not from Florida, but um I spent a little bit of time down there in my younger days and uh you you really don't get the the full grasp of the rivalries between Miami, Florida, and Florida State until you're actually down there in it. Like, you know, the the I think these people hate each. I mean, really, really hate each other. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, I just hope that uh we can come out on top. Uh, we're in the ACC championship, but we we don't want to go into the AC champion, ACC championship with any losses. You know, uh, like I said, it looks like we're going to be playing Louisville. Louisville still has some business to take care of. And, uh, you know, I just can't wait to see it. Um, you know, it's been it's been a, it, from a fan perspective, it's been a very tough road watching your team rebuild and get back to where they were 10 years ago. But um, I never want to go through that again as a fan because it's, it's really, really tough watching, you know, mediocre players come out there and play for Florida State. That's the hard part. Um, you know, if we had really good players and we were still losing, I could understand that. But, man, we... I mean, at one point, I think we had the worst offensive line in college football in any division because we the our offensive line couldn't block air. We couldn't block air. And uh, to go from that to a very good offensive line right now and full. I mean, Jordan Travis, full circle, man. We we remember him getting in the Boston College game and going crazy, running wild. We didn't even we we as fans thought, hey, Jordan Travis couldn't even throw a pass. We thought he had like a noodle arm, and then we saw him bombs away in the Boston College game three or four years ago, whatever it was, and we were like, yo, Willie Taggart, what 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 gives? And then to for Mike Norvell to come in and develop this guy. You know, and he is one of the all-time greats. You have to say that now. Statistically, he's one of the all-time greats to 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 be there. And, you know, it's just tremendous. And he said that he's not here to win Heismans. He's here to win a national championship. I love that. And hopefully we can get it done this year. So we still stay at number four in the college football playoff rankings, which is fine with me. Um, I just, I just, um, uh, as long as we're in the top four, I'm good. 
You know, as long as we have a chance to put ourselves in a position to compete for a national championship, that's all you can ask for. Um, Upon doing my research on the Internet for this podcast, I had seen something where it said that the Texas TCU game would – is in prime time because they felt that game would be more competitive than the Florida State Miami game. Um you guys haven't really been watching these games for the last couple of years. I mean, it's only I can only remember like two lopsided games in the last 5 or 6 years. Um and it's both teams have winning records. I mean, at the very least, you know, we should have been – it doesn't even sound like we were considered for the primetime spot. We, I mean, it's fine with me because I'll get to watch the game in its entirety, so I'm not totally upset with the uh, decision that, you know, the uh, giant mouse made. So um, it is what it is. Uh, You know, like I said, like I've been saying throughout this whole podcast, I expect a very competitive game. Um, Generally, these games, these Miami-Florida State football games are very competitive. So I don't expect anything less. I think um, Florida State is going to have to play um, with composure, a controlled rage. I think. Miami uh, is going to come out there and try to, uh, you know, muddy the water, if you will, try to make this a a, a fight in the phone booth. I mean, because right now they don't have the players. I think slowly but surely they will get the players. I I just think if you – if you – Leave a coach alone down there, and Crystal Ball can recruit. Let's 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 not uh, get that twisted. He can recruit. He just hasn't picked very good coordinators. And in college football, really in uh, college and pro, that's really going to determine the success of your football team. Uh, a large part of it. Now, of course, you got to have the talent. You know, you that's really the essence of football is the talent. But I think having good guys, having good coordinators that can strategize and uh, put your players in the best possible possible position to succeed is uh, paramount. Uh, Mike Norvell is a very good offensive mind. Very good offensive mind. Um, our defense, uh, I, I think we could use an upgrade at defensive coordinator. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think Adam Fuller is not – shouldn't be in that position. But that's the guy he picked, so that's who we're going to roll with. It is what it is. I think we're, we're, we're having success on defense because of talent, not scheme. That's just my opinion. Because, I mean, some of the things that have plagued us throughout Adam Fuller's tenure – I'm still seeing in some games it's just that we have better talent and those those mistakes or errors are not being exposed. 
Um, but a team like Louisville can expose those errors. So it's it's just a matter of time. If we don't fix it, you know, something's, something bad is going to happen. And that means potentially not being in the playoff or getting destroyed in the playoff. Um, I don't want either one. I want to win out, and I want to see my boys holding up that trophy. Um, I, maybe I'm just one of the uh, the uh, you know I don't know just one of the one fans in this fan base that wants all three Florida teams to be good, the main teams. So when Florida State plays them, there's no excuses. No rebuilding, no coaching nonsense, none of that. You know, just you put your best out there, we put our best out there, and, you know, let's see who who's the better team. Um, so, you know, like I said, I'm real hyped up for this game, man. Um, you know, I, I one of my friends is a diehard Miami fan. I'm just – we trying to make it three in a row, and you know, hopefully, like I like I, I keep wanting to say that motivation and focus is gonna be an issue for this game, but it can't be. It can't be for Miami. It just can't be. We it has to be over the top for this game. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go Knowles.